You're listening to Tony Mark with The Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com. Today, we have two very special guests in the, in the studio, uh, Eva and Nicole. And um, Eva and Nicole are um, trainers and uh, foundation, I should say, foundation training um, experts in the, in the city of Toronto. Nicole is also a kinesiologist, and uh, with her background, we want to pick her brain today on a, on a few things and how to get in, in better shape. And Eva has been tra- uh, training for, for quite a while. She's been doing foundation training with, um, with quite a few people in the city. And I want to introduce uh, to you the concept of foundation training today because it's still relatively new. Um, the, the, the person who um, helped bring it to the city um, and bring it to the attention of the the staff at balance was Eva uh, now she's uh, she's mentoring people and um, the the person that has taken it on also Devon McGregor who will be on the show in in the future can uh, explain a lot about it but um, I'd like to welcome Eva and Nicole to the show Thank, Thank you, Tony. you. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're quite welcome. So, Eva, let's start with you. Okay. What uh, what motivated you to um, become a, a foundation training trainer and um, and yoga? I keep saying yoga, but it's not yoga. It's uh, it's a Pilates instructor. What motivated you? Well, it's um, it's really interesting. I have a pretty diverse uh, background as far as uh, work history. Um, I didn't always have a background in in uh, in movement modalities. So, um, for most people, and I can't speak to all of them, but from my own experience, I came from a background of pain. Um, so, a lot of um, old injuries, etc., a car accident, for example. And uh, just sporting injuries, you know, snowboarding and and the like, uh, rollerblading. It's all it all seems innocuous, but it adds up to a lot of pain and instability over the years. So I'd sought many different forms of treatment, um, and I came across Pilates a number of years ago. And uh, the instructor took me through it. I found it quite interesting, the concept of uh, of lengthening the body, and uh, I really gravitated towards it, um, that over yoga for, for my own purposes. And uh, I wanted to delve deeper into the methods. So I sought out a Pilates certification, and that is where I started from. And the thing is, once you get into movement modality, you don't stop. You actually research and you want to learn more. You want to learn more for yourself as well as for the clients and, and you know individuals that you teach. So always looking for something new. Um, I actually spend a lot of time researching things on the internet and that's their greatest resource. So I actually came across foundation training in the form of a TED talk by its creator, Dr. Eric Goodman. And uh, I, I, first of all, I thought, you know, TED talk, okay, there's some credibility and some, some academic chops there, you know, I, and I'll have a listen to it. And uh, I was quite astounded by his message. And it's, it was so different from anything out there that I had ever encountered. And uh, I listened to his TED Talk and then proceeded to try some of his own little YouTubes, which are available free to anyone who wishes to inquire. Um, and I, I had such a profound epiphany in terms of movement and how my body responded to it that I had to investigate further. And, well, we'll shorten that up, but the rest is history. So it's we're, we're now... Uh, how many of us under under balances roof that are certified in the method? I think it's the most in yeah. in any one facility in North America. Absolutely. So 
It, it's um, it's so interesting because I have to tell the audience that the entire club, all of our um, our staff, the um, the trainers and in the um, the instructors, they most of them are certified in foundation training. I'm the only one that's not, mm-hmm. um, which is sad to say. Even though I've done it several times, and um, Nicole here, our resident um, exercise physiologist, is um, has has taught me a few things and and so on and I truly believe in it because when when she had me doing the exercises I just felt a lot better and I got to practice a, a little bit on my own she's always you have to get to know Nicole because she won't once she starts with you she won't let up and um she's constantly constantly on my <laughs> on my butt to just you know are you doing it are you doing it so Nicole it's um what what got you to this point because <laughs> you have the perfect mentality for you know as a as a, a kinesiologist and a personal trainer because you're so in tune with what you're doing so how did you get uh to to this point uh of your training career well i've always been active i've always enjoyed athletics so whether it was um triathlons running water polo was a really big part of my life for a long time um sports of all sorts, rugby. I loved it all. Um, and I got to the point where I went to university and I did my bachelor of science in kinesiology because I was just fascinated with the body. And upon completion, I began working in a physio clinic and working with rehab. So I started to learn about how to fix people after an injury and then started to build on top of that. And I wanted a broader scope So I became an exercise physiologist and then I wanted a deeper understanding of Pilates because so many people were asking for it. So that was the next part. And that's actually how I met Eva. Um, And then along the lines of yoga, I, I wanted more information. So again, I did another certification and finally foundation training has just kind of blown it all out of the water. Um, I find that it's so fundamental in helping someone to move uh, in the best way they possibly can. Mood. Yeah, it's it basically it empowers someone. So if you have an injury, it will empower you because you now actually have the ability to help pull yourself out of pain. Um, but it also helps with prevention, and then it further helps with performance. So I've worked with NHL players or other professional athletes uh, who find foundation training incredibly challenging but it builds them a better base so that when they return to the more intense or what we would call intense training, powerlifting and everything else that they need to do to prepare for their sport, they come at it from a much more solid base and then they're able to stabilize and actually properly create power within the body. So they're preventing themselves from injuries that would sideline them potentially through the, the season or you know, ending their careers earlier than they should. It's um, it's it's so important for for you to understand that these two ladies they're sitting here with a wealth of knowledge. It um, I work with them every day and I I try to learn from them because not only from the technical side uh, standpoint that Nicole has, and I usually I think I go to Nicole for okay explain this to me, and then I go to to Eva and say okay please help me understand it a little bit better <laughs> because <laughs> Nicole is ultra technical, you know. 
and not uh, listen. I've seen her work for years, and 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 she's able to explain, and everyone understands. But I like it, um, you do, and you're a very very detailed person. But it, um, it from 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 the standpoint of foundation training, Eva, mm-hmm. have you seen? And uh, Nicole was saying that it blows everything out of the water. And I know through your investigative um, uh, pieces that you did on it, uh, have you seen right from the beginning how that helps someone? So, uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I would say that the the end goal, um, being a Pilates instructor first and then foundation training instructor second, I use foundation training far more, although I do meld it with Pilates principles. I would say that the end goal of Pilates and foundation training would be the same. And what I frequently tell my clients is that foundation training gets you there much faster uh, because it, it is an integrated form of exercise that that uh, pulls all of your muscle chains into a movement. And this is the this is the big problem with people in any modality um, or just in life. People don't know how to move properly. People have really poor proprioception. They don't know where their body is in space. They think they do, and then they really don't. So. The biggest component of foundation training is resetting those faulty movement patterns first, uh, helping you find them, helping you identify that, correct that proprioception or improve it, and then kind of move on from there. And it's not like it's a one-off deal. You need to kind of repeatedly do these exercises to see improvement. And you can absolutely meld it in with your Pilates practice, with yoga if you choose, with your strength training, whatever it is you happen to do. So... So and and I guess that's the important um, the important part of foundation training is that you can you can actually meld it into a lot of different it things. It complements a lot of Absolutely. things. So yeah. it um, for you, um, Nicole, it's the same the same kind of question from you know from the, the an exercise physiologist um, standpoint. Uh, it, it may, I know it makes a lot of sense, but right off the way, you you mentioned something that that's quite interesting how it blew everything out of the water. Uh, is it that far ahead and that revolutionary that you 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 find that you know everyone needs to to do this? So Eric Goodman is brilliant, and he is the creator of Foundation Training, and he's a chiropractor, and he created this out of his own need. Um, he had a severe, um, severe actually, couple of disc herniations within his lumbar spine, and he'd seen a specialist and had been told he needed surgery. And as a chiropractor, that's not really an option. Uh, You should try to fix yourself. So he couldn't have that spinal fusion that they were recommending. And he needed to find a way. And he went through a whole bunch of different modalities. And I've, I've done a similar thing for my own body in trying different ways. And this just in comparison, um, because it's a way of learning how to move your body and support it, even just in good posture, knowing how to actually get all of the muscles that are required just to hold good posture while we're sitting here and having this conversation. Um, I haven't found another modality that actually addresses it nearly as thoroughly as foundation training does. But the other amazing thing about it is maybe I want to delve deeper into it and I want to understand all of the details behind it. But even for someone that doesn't necessarily want that depth, by just following the cues, mm-hmm. there is so much benefit. So it's kind of, in my mind, um, something that everybody should absolutely try, even if you don't have a severe problem or an injury in any part of the body. It's still, if you're going to 
move, <laughs> which yeah. we all need to, yeah. it's going to make you better. And, and that's what I, my question to Evo is going to be, can anyone do it? And I, you you kind of passed up on it before, but Eva, she's coming from a background, uh, you know, an accident, and she used it on herself. I think that's even more important, you know, Nicole just mentioned it, mm-hmm. and being the guinea pig. You know, you mm-hmm. were doing it on yourself before you tried it on clients because so mm-hmm. many, whether I've seen trainers, I've seen um, a lot of instructors uh, give programs or design programs for people with exercise that they've never done. Mm-hmm. So for me, both of you guys, you're coming not only from a, the technical standpoint um, and in the background, mm-hmm. having the Pilates, having all the things behind you. And but you were in an accident and you got to try these things yourself mm-hmm. and it's helped you mm-hmm. and then passing it on to people. So and in essence, I guess um, my question was going to be, can anyone do it? Nicole answered it, but you've uh, also seen it uh, yourself. Absolutely. Uh, the. The key to the key to foundation training is um, it it is for everyone. Um, it is for the average person. It's for the professional athlete. It's for anyone with an interest in sort of improving their posture and just how they how they feel in general. Uh, foundation training um, is it kind of touches on pain performance and prevention. Thank you. So um, it's. It covers the full scope. So no matter who comes in, um, we work closely with our chiropractors at Balance. Someone can come in with a really serious spinal stenosis or spondylolisthesis or disc hernias or even a shoulder injury. And the first thing that our chiropractors want us to help their patients understand is how to use foundation training. And it can be gentle if it needs to be, but it can also be highly challenging if it needs to be. So someone entering that has no uh, background in movement, or maybe they haven't exercised in a really, really long time, they can do foundation training and they might find adapting to the poses a little bit more difficult, but it's gentle enough that they're not going to predispose themselves to hurting, hurting anything. But you can put someone in that's really, really fit and very athletic, and they might find the pose more easily because muscularly they're a little bit more aware, but they're going to shake like a leaf. And if you're not trembling, then you're not doing it right. And now with Eva, Mm -hmm. um, with the the amount of of sessions that you do and the amount of training, would you, people, the question that, that are always that's always posed to me is that do I start in a class setting or do I start with uh, a a one-on-one session? What kind of um, advice do you give people um, when it comes to whether it's foundation training or or, um, uh, uh, Pilates? uh, Mm -hmm. What do you tell them? My first recommendation uh, primarily would honestly be to say, you know what, if you haven't done this before at all, then you absolutely should do privates. It would be like walking into a, you know, a ballroom with a piano sitting there, walking up to it and expecting to play Chopin immediately. It doesn't work like that. You need to take lessons. So it would be beneficial, highly beneficial for you to take lessons, if you want to call them that, in any modality, really, whether it's uh, yoga, Pilates, or foundation training. Now, there are people who are a little bit cautious about doing privates, for whatever reasons, their own personal reasons, and they can absolutely join a class. Uh, the 
the thing with being in a class is you're not going to get as much individualized attention as you might require. So an instructor uh, would require, you know, a health history and an assessment beforehand. So it's it's really hard on an instructor for someone to walk in cold or blind, so to speak, and then conduct the class. It's it's not fair, really, to the instructor. You're not going to give the best possible experience to the person who's trying it for the first time. So absolutely, privates. Okay. And if I can just add to that, I would also say that each body is different. So mm-hmm. there, this isn't a recipe kind of thing. And yes, the cues can be fairly um, general so that within a class, everybody is going to be doing the same thing. But there are different things going on with each person's body. And I have yet to actually work with two people where I've said, oh, you have the exact same things going on. There's always differences. So having those one-on-one sessions is going to prepare the person so that they kind of know, oh, we're going into that move. That's where I have to pay special attention to this because this is what my body tends to to do. And, and I think that if they choose to then switch over to classes, it just gives them a much greater uh, comfort level and knowledge base to enter into the class and be able to practice, hear all the cues, but they'll get the benefit much more than just going in cold. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to take a very short break and come back with Eva and Nicole. Uh, and I'm going to ask them a, a few more questions to get them, uh, get people motivated in the new year uh, when it comes to training, fitness, and, um, and being healthy. So we'll be right back. This is Peach Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com with Eva and Nicole. And, um, and Nicole, for, for we've been talking about foundation training and, mm-hmm. and how important it is. But I wanted to you to give uh, um, a tip to the audience. And I know from, from my uh, recollection with uh, foundation training, one of the first things that you taught me was the founder. And it's it's such an a, a, an integral part of uh, foundation training. But when you see it and you're doing it, you feel uh, it feels really funny at the beginning. You know, holding the pose <laughs> and so on. And I'm, yes. I, I'm I'm describing it as funny because I, I'm picturing it in my mind and holding my hands together and making sure that everything is contracting and so on. How do you explain what the founder is to people? So like you said, I'd say the founder is the pose um, that foundation training is probably best known for. If you look at any of their pictures, that's probably the most often uh, the picture you're going to see. That's the pose that you're going to see. And it's really about uh, in an integrated movement to recruit the posterior chain and teach the back of the body to hold up the weight of the body against gravity, but also just to actually hold the body stacked. So there's two things that are important in doing a founder properly. So the first part is the anchoring. And that's just to really help the lower body engage and begin to draw down on the pelvis. So you're engaging the adductors, you're circumducting the femurs a little bit to help engage them. You are activating through the hamstrings and the glutes as you begin And as you go deeper, especially in the founder, then you're learning how to decompress and you want to decompress the spine so that you engage the full musculature of the back and everything that supports the spine. So it's not just the posterior chain anymore. Everything is now integrated. And then you're going to pull back into a hinge and a hinge is pulling the hips behind 
the heels and learning how to drive movement from the hips and the pelvis rather than bending the back. So it's teaching the body how to support itself with a nice strong spine and not bending at any point in the spine, driving power from the hips. And the final piece is you add the arms in full strength recruited into the arms and that adds even more tension to the entire chain. And so then it's about holding the pose, lengthening all of these muscles that are being maximally recruited. And over time you begin to adapt and start to lengthen all of these muscles to teach them how to function in that more lengthened position with full activation. So, you know, for the audience, I wish you could actually see how passionate Nicole is. And, you know, I'm looking at her and <laughs> she's very, very technical. So then I turn to Eva. <laughs> and I Are you say, saying it wasn't clear? You don't you, have the perfect you, you, image in you, your mind now? You were very clear. And I turn to Eva and say, Eva, can you explain this Translate. to us? Translate what <laughs> our calendar. resident kinesiologist, exercise physiologist on deck, and then just explain in layman's term what she just said. <laughs> well, she did pretty good there, actually. There were a couple terms. I was going, oh, what is that? <laughs> no, <laughs> just joking. Um, the, the founder, to kind of break it down a little bit more, it's a standing pose. Um, people that look at the image would say, oh, that's tree pose from yoga. Or, or no, chair, sorry, chair pose. pose. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm not a yoga person. Can you tell? <laughs> um, yeah, chair pose. And it's and it's not. It's, it's so not. It's so not. It's... Um, <laughs> It's teaching people where the weight distribution needs to be. So you're drawing your weight back onto the heels of your feet. Most people tend to list forward towards their toes. And um, it's Eric Goodman's uh, it's thing. You know, you, we need to learn to move from the hips. It's the fulcrum of movement. That's that's where our power comes from. And because uh, as, a, as a consequence of modern technology, sitting in chairs for most of our lives uh, or a good part of our working day, mm -hmm. um, it a lot of muscles sort of deactivate, turn off, and then we don't know how to use them anymore. So we don't know how to recruit our glutes properly. We don't know how to move properly. We, we tend to move and bend at the spine. So all of the things Nicole said, you know, you really ground yourself to, you know, a standing surface, uh, preferably barefoot because that, that you'll get the best, um, uh, proprioception there in yeah. activation mm -hmm. of muscles mm -hmm. and it's about tractioning the muscles in the pelvis uh, to pull the pelvis down over your thighs okay so that you're rooted in spots okay so there's there's a, the first analogy and then the second part is as Nicole said you need to activate and lengthen up your torso basically away from your pelvis so you're trying to grow yourself taller in essence yeah. you know in a standing More position length. Between the ribs and the pelvis. And the pelvis, Which absolutely. takes a lot of pressure off the spine. Exactly. Absolutely. But it also activates everything too. So putting it into that position, then those muscles can actually do their job. Exactly. It's, um, you know, I'm looking at you too, and because I work with you every day, I'm, I'm used to this, but I wanted to get across to the audience that this is how we work at Balance. And we're all, <laughs> you know, working together to make sure that the clients actually see, feel, and, and understand from from every standpoint to uh, what we're trying to explain and to obviously feel better. Uh, so you have uh, Eva and Nicole bouncing things off each other. We talk to the chiropractors. We talk to the other trainers. Um, we talk to everyone within the club to make sure that everyone, all the members, uh, uh, are they're getting the best treatment for what the, their problems are. Mm -hmm. So it's um, it's so nice to um, to sit down here with you guys and and, and learn more uh, from you. you. Yeah, so it's right. um, 
Um, <laughs> you know, at this time of year, Eva, we have a mm-hmm. lot of people coming in and asking for tips mm-hmm. on on how to, to, to get in shape and, mm-hmm. and, and so on. Um, it, what, what do you tell them at, at this point um, uh, of year to, to get them motivated and not also, and not, and not only that, but to keep them motivated? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, biggest, the biggest thing that I let my clients know is everyone has um, endeavors or goals or resolutions, whatever you want to call it for the new year. They always hit in January after holidays, and usually you get a lot of holiday remorse, <laughs> first of all. People come in, and the one thing I really try to convey to everyone is like, you know what, don't be so hard on yourself, okay? You know that you were going to probably cave at some point during the holidays for whatever reason, and you know you're going to feel bad about it. So, you know what, don't beat yourself up. Start slow, because if you if you go all out, you know you're going to burn out, and then you're just going to drop off of your goals. So that's what I'm here for, too, just to keep encouraging you to say, hey, you're doing great this week, or you we've done more this week, or hey, this is looking good, this is looking better, we can do more next time, you know, so... It's um, you know, it's it's great because I know it, it doesn't matter what time of year, mm-hmm. you know. I, 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 I always say, don't wait till January start mm-hmm. exactly. as soon as you Absolutely. you uh, as soon as you can. But um, I'm not going to let you guys leave here today until I ask you what you do for yourselves. <laughs> you know, it, it's um, it, I know we we work with a great team and everyone's in great shape and so on. But I'd like to you to to kind of draw a picture again, you know, for the audience, you know, what do you do to take care of yourself workout wise? And, and Sure, and sure. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, I'm a, the foundation training and Pilates person. So I do mixtures of that for myself. Um, for cardio training, I prefer uh, what do you, the interval interval work so high, high intensity i guess you refer to that as yeah kind of yeah hit, hit, yeah, uh, hit, training. yeah hit training because uh, that style of cardio works best for me i'm not the one to hit a treadmill and just pound on a treadmill for 30 minutes or 45 minutes that's not my style i do better with uh, with intervals and just in terms of uh, movement i just like to get out moving so i go do a lot of wall climbing with uh, nicole and in warmer temperatures, I like to get out into a stand-up paddleboard as much as possible. It's an amazing balance and core workout. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just got to move and take the occasional dance class when I can. So There you go. Yeah. And Nicole? I do a lot. I like to mix it up. I like to have variety. I always do foundation training, though. Um, so, even if it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day, I do it because I want my body to move to the best of its ability. If I'm going to be doing a difficult workout, it's kind of my warm-up, sometimes even the cool-down. But I love swimming, and I road bike and mountain bike. I have done triathlons currently. I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't have one in the plans yet, but I do run. I like doing stairs. Um, I do a lot of body weight training. I find that works best for my body, and actually that's probably influenced by what I've gained knowledge-wise from foundation training. I rock climb. When I travel, I like to surf, paddleboard, I like to keep my my travel active, um, and I just look for opportunities to move at every opportunity. I try not to stay too still so that my body is never collapsing with gravity. 
Well, it's, um, ladies and gentlemen, having uh, Eva and Nicole here today, it was, it was quite entertaining and informative. <laughs> um, as you just heard, these are two women who they're always moving, they're practicing what they're preaching. And I would, I want to thank them for, for coming in and, and enlightening us today. So Eva, Nicole, um, one more thing. I want to know how people can get a hold of you. So Eva, what's your, your um, uh, call? Um, you know, is it uh, you know, they can, yeah, email, by email <laughs> um, or you know, call Balance. Absolutely, um, uh, Balance can, uh, uh, or go on balancefit.com. Absolutely, and um, and get the information. Um, are you guys on Twitter? Or are you on? Yep, Nicole Westlake on is my Twitter name. Mm-hmm. I think, and then it's Nicole Westlake one on Instagram. Um, So I like to post pictures of foundation training or different activities on my Instagram. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and email or or calling balance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What I'll do is uh, is post all your information on the site. So if anybody wants to get a hold of you, they'll be able to um, to get a hold. Thanks so much for having us. Yes, thank you. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're quite welcome, and you're you're welcome back in the studio anytime. (laughs) And uh, eventually, we're going to show everybody what the foundation. We're going to stream it and. And, uh, educate people that on sounds it. So, great Very cool. thank you so much ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode on the art of wellness on peachradio.com <laughs>